0: Good evening and welcome to the Evening News on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this evening, Ghana Traditional Council bans funerals in Accra from October 15. Aggrieved food suppliers besiege NAFCO premises to demand outstanding arrears. PAC must do more on recommendations of Auditor General's report, says the Ghana Integrity Initiative. And in other stories this evening, Malaria Elimination Program starts in Ghana. This business, sports and showbiz is coming in this evening's Bulletin. The news will be read by Awin Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The Ghana Traditional Council has declared a temporary ban on funeral activities within the greater Accra region set to take off from October 15 to October 29, 2023. This decision is part of the preparations towards the late ga Manye, na dede the who died in december 2022 ambassador sylvester parker alote the chief of protocol at the office of the garmanche shared that the ban is a crucial step to ensuring the smooth execution of the funeral proceedings for the late ga Manye. Now, in other stories, some aggrieved food suppliers have besieged the national food buffer stock company, NAFCO premises, to demand the payment of outstanding arrears for food supplied to various senior high schools across the country in the past two years. The suppliers began days of picketing at the buffer stock premises in July after months of appealing to the government for their arrears to be paid to help them continue to be in business. They later expressed disappointment after only a partial payment of the arrears was made to them. The Minister for Food and Agriculture, Brian Echampong, had given assurances that the suppliers would be paid on July 17. However, the suppliers were later told that the buffer stock company had instead received payment from the Ministry of Finance on that date, when the money finally reached their account, it was only a partial payment. The suppliers were further assured that the remaining payments will be made on August 17. This prompted the suppliers to besiege the NAFCO premises. The suppliers say that they are struggling due to the current economic challenges and that the outstanding payments are essential for them to stay in business. They are calling on the government to fulfill its promise and make the full payment as soon as possible. Now, the Ghana Integrity Initiative GII, has called on the Public Accounts Committee PAC of Parliament to do more to check if the recommendations of the Auditor General's report on financial infractions by public institutions have been carried out. GII fundraising manager Michael Bwedy made the call in an answer to a question on whether the inability to carry out the recommendations contributed to the inability to fight against corruption in public institutions. Mr Bwedy was speaking on the Ghana news agency dialogue platform on the theme the fight against corruption in the fourth republic a mirage or reality? the reports of the auditor general on the public accounts of ghana public board corporations and other statutory institutions is laid before parliament in accordance with article 1872 of the 1992 constitution of ghana the report pursuant to order 165 subsection 2 of the standing orders of parliament of ghana is then referred to the public accounts committee for consideration and report mesa body said the current practice of park conducting inquiries after the release of the report was a duplication of the work done by the auditor general as public institutions cited for the various infractions would have already been given the opportunity to respond to them ahead of publication He said that even though the work of the park strengthens transparency in the report, more must be done to make it effective, adding that the idea was to check if the recommendations made have been carried out. Now, in other stories, the country has now transitioned into a more aggressive phase to eliminate malaria, a leading cause of death. The Ghana Health Service, GHS, which announced this yesterday, said the decision followed significant progress made in the control of the epidemic and lessons learned over the years. Malaria prevalence have reduced from 27.5% in 2011 to 8.6% in 2022, while mortality had reduced by 95% between 2012 and 2022, representing a decline from 2,799 deaths in 2012 to 151 in 2022. At a press conference in Accra, the manager of the National Malaria Elimination Program, Dr. Kezia Maum, said elimination would be done by strengthening the intervention that had helped the control of malaria over the years and the introduction of a few new ones. The new ones include mass drug administration, post-discharge malaria, chemo prevention and scaling up malaria vaccination as well as intermittent preventive treatment of malaria in school children. Dr. Mam also mentioned their conventional intervention to include lava source management, distribution of long lasting insecticide treated mosquito net, social behavior change campaigns, and the vector surveillance, as well as vaccination, which was on a pilot basis. The others are research and indoor residual spraying. Dr. Mam added that the zero malaria targets were feasible as a lot had been achieved but more needed to be done because malaria remains a national risk with an impact on social and economic development. She said while malaria remained a public health concern and a leading cause of death, projections of the impacts made by national interventions showed that elimination was very possible as a country, now to some business, the bread industry in Ghana, a staple in the diets of the populace, has long been dominated by local producers. However, recent attention have turned to a new sprawling factory situated along the Accra-Tema motorway. This development has raised concerns within the community as fear grows that large scale production might lead to the sidelining of smaller players. Historically priced as five cedis a decade ago, the cost of a loaf of bread has experienced fluctuations due to the exchange rate shift and disruptions from global markets, such as conflicts in Ukraine. These changes in dimensions, weight and flavor have prompted local bakers to navigate the intricate balance between production, cost and retail prices, all with the aim of achieving a break-even point. The escalating experience linked to bread production inputs have compelled producers to pass on the increased cost to consumers. This move has resulted in some local bakers closing shops, while others have longed on, hoping for more favorable conditions. The bread industry remains a vital contributor to Ghana's economy, generating employment opportunities across its value chain. Visiting some key streets, new sources observe that retailers near the Kong Barrier diligently engaging in potential customer relations, reflecting the perseverance driven by economic condition despite narrow profit margin. However, some hawkers mention that the current high prices make it challenging to sell a significant quantity of bread in a day, hampering their potential earnings hot oven bread has managed to secure a notable market share in the greater Accra region and volta region nonetheless the company has faced considerable challenges during its five-year existence particularly due to the global economic crisis coupled with local dynamics these hurdles have led to rapid and substantial price increases in a short time frame Fred Kwashi, the firm's accountant, shed light on the journey, underscoring that the company's profitability while highlighting the issue of high raw material costs, which are largely important. Kwashi is an advocate for safeguarding the local players in the industry from foreign intrusion. Now moving to some sports, the March anticipated 2023 Gwese Homowo charity cup between accra Hearts of oak and accra great olympics have been called off on the eve of the game the match was scheduled for sunday at the Accra sports stadium as part of the womo festival which the guests celebrate annually accra great olympics did not state what led to their decision to withdraw from the tournament it is so unknown if the game would be rescheduled to a new date Now, to some showbiz gospel musician mavis asante has voiced her concerns over the growing trend of indecent dressing within the gospel music industry In an impassionate play, Mavis Asante, who is now a reverend minister, underscored the importance of modest dressing among gospel musicians, stressing that the essence of gospel music lies not only in its melodies and lyrics but also in how artists portray themselves to the public. A songstress who is known for her popular hate, Obartan, believes that the entire of gospel musicians should align with the spiritual principles they sing about to foster a sense of spiritual connection. She explained that her call for modesty extends beyond personal conviction to a broader responsibility for shaping the perceptions and expectations of the followers and lovers of gospel music. She noted that she would continue to spark a broader conversation within the gospel music community to remind gospel musicians of their sacred duty to approach their calling with a deeper sense of discipline. She called on fans and followers to remember the humanity of gospel artists and include them in their prayers, emphasizing that the challenges they face and uh, their need for support. And that's it with the evening's bulletin on Ghana Talks Radio. Log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio, on all social media platforms. You can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play. So listening. The news was read by Awain Temi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good evening.